Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. This is Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. With all of the um, noise that's going on in the marketplace at the moment, global events that are happening, things with Donald Trump, and even locally with the government setting the budget, um, there has been some discussion about iron ore, particularly as it affects our big miners. And iron ore has fallen recently to just below $60 a metric tonne or around that level. And the interesting thing is about that level is that is it was actually a resistance level when the price of iron ore was rising off its depths. It rose all the way to around the $60 mark and went sideways for a number of months. So that's natural for the market or the iron ore market to actually see the iron ore price come back and test support on that level again. What's really interesting also is how the iron ore price has traded all the way to a high, I think it was around $93 recently and this, this year. And that is roughly 50% of the all-time high price of iron ore back in 2011. Now, we know that um, Gann said that the most important levels on any stock or market are 50% of the all-time high and all-time range. So that just goes to show that it works on anything, not just stocks or indices, but it works on commodities as well. Now, at the moment, the iron ore price is, has been falling back, but it may be finding support on that $60 level. Levels to watch in the short term are about 70 to $75. There's some interesting uh, re- potential resistance at around that level. Um, if the iron ore price can find support over the coming months, and I believe it will, and make a move off that bottom, then we could see a nice rise up to around that level and to challenge that um, important resistance at around 80 to $90. Now, it did get a little bit higher than I expected straight up, with the rise that happened last year, moving through the 80-odd dollar mark into the $90 range. And so that was actually a good thing for the iron ore price and for our miners. With those moves, we've seen BHP and Rio make their moves off their lows and they've recently come back um, over the coming months. We've seen declines in the share prices of Rio and BHP. Uh, BHP in particular has come back to a really important level, being 50% of its all-time high price. And um, Rio's made similar moves to support levels, and it's looking interesting as well. Now, in in these moves out of lows, we can often see higher volatility on the share prices. Sometimes they can come back and test the lows again and take them out. If both shares are able to push off strongly from those levels over the coming months, then we should see a nice move higher. So that could take some time. I'd actually like to see the the mining type, some of these mining type stocks make a moves up while our banking shares are actually in decline. And that'll be nicely offset the market. Banks have been falling, as you know, this week. They've had quite a strong move down. What's interesting is how the the banking sector have you know been exposed to the government turning around and saying we're going to put a charge on banks of around six basis points, I think it was. So the market has responded by selling the bank shares down 
a lot of shares have gapped down, which means that at some point shares will find a bottom and then they'll come up to fill those gaps in the share prices. So I'm expecting that the um, banks, once the volatility's over, will move back up again. Now, you may not remember, but some years ago, we've had big moves down in bank shares. Uh, we've had even the last few years, if you look back, even the last five years, you can see some volatility in the share price when it comes down into what's called a cycle low. So you can often see bank shares pull back for a month or two during that period before they take off again. And people are often caught by surprise, one by the fall and also by the rise that follows. But we've been expecting a low on the market and financials and banks are a huge percentage weighting of our overall market. So in order for the market to come back, we have to expect that the banks will come back, find support and then start to move back up again to match in with our more medium to longer term view on the market. But of course, the, the market can get quite volatile with hedge funds and and also traders shorting the market and shorting those shares when they're showing a bit of weakness. So, But that can turn around pretty quick because they have to watch their positions very carefully in case the, the prices bounce and turn back up again. So they might be looking to close their positions um, in the short term. I, I'd expect that there could be a little bit more downside for the banks. They, they may rise temporarily. Um, but it will be a little bit volatile over the next couple of months. So it's really patience as far as the banks are concerned. As far as miners are concerned, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to some good growth opportunities in the second half of 2017. We just need to see these levels confirmed that the miners are currently testing. One of the reservations I've got is that with the materials sector, we've seen the, the whole sector come back, and even though BHP's come back to around to a really important level, as I mentioned before, the the sector itself um, is still qu- quite a bit above that 50% level I mentioned. So it's always a possibility, and you've got to bear this in your mind when you're looking at the sector and then you're looking at the stocks to weigh up how you think the sector's likely to unfold. Because if the, the stock has a dominant impact on the sector, which BHP does, then that can also give you a window into how it's more likely to unfold from here. But only time will tell. And I think there are going to be some really good opportunities out there to profit over the coming year, um, particularly in the next few years, as we see the market attempt to trade towards the all-time high. We haven't seen our market go into that euphoric phase. And I know in this period where it's all about improving earnings, and I've talked about this before um, in Dow's theory of the market, and we're looking at all of the phases of the market, how it moves up and how it moves down, and the theory behind all of that. We need to allow those phases to unfold and then accept that there will be some periods where the market will be in decline before it then makes its next run up. But right now, the market's in part of a bullish run. We've just broken through the top of the 2015 high. The target overhead that we've set for the market is 6.2 to 6.4. Now, it may get to around 6,100 after this current pullback and find a little bit of resistance around there. So it's a matter of keeping an eye on it, watching as more data appears on the right-hand side of the chart and then updating the forecast as, as the market continues to move. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with the transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.